0: This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County, place to talk. This is Rutherford Issues, hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. From Murfreesboro to Smyrna, Eagleville to Laverne, Liana to Barfield, and everywhere in between. If it matters to you,
1: you'll hear about it in the next hour here on Rutherford Issues. Now your
0: host, Brian Barrett.
1: now that time ten you're tuned in to WGNS I'm Scott Walker sitting in for Brian who is out today and uh, this morning in studio we have from the Beasley Animal Clinic Amanda Oliver Amanda how are you today what? I'm sorry, I had the wrong
0: mic on. Let me try that again. Okay. <laughs> How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. How does that work? That works now. I okay. can hear you
1: perfectly now.
0: Okay. So what
1: is going on at Beasley right well, now?
0: Well, I tell you, we are still doing curbside services uh, for everyone, and, and the staff has just been absolutely amazing with the trying to keep everyone safe from this virus that seems to be plaguing us. Um and it looks like that's the way we'll be going into 2021 and just taking it a day at a time. So how
1: how does this look, you know, for the animals? I mean, are there cases where you've come across where an animal has COVID? We
0: have not come across that. That's good. It, it's just, um, you know, people drive up, they call us, um, we go out and get the animal out of the car or the instructions or whatever anyone needs and the humans stay in their cars and but we've had no cases of of um animals having covid
1: i I bet it really works well doing it that way i mean that's that's a, a good system
0: well it it has it has worked it's awfully hard on the staff because they're on their feet The entire time they're there and walking and moving and, you know, maybe they, you know, they could consider their exercise problem. They don't have to go to the gym after spending a day at Beasley.
1: So, what about introducing new pets into the new year? because Christmas is literally days away? Oh gosh, isn't it amazing? it's It's wild how this year's flown.
0: It has flown. And, you know, over this year, a lot of of families have adopted adopted pets, cats, and dogs because they've been home so much. Uh, and it's it's not um, it's, it's not as easy to bring a, a new pet into a household. And it depends on, you know, I've always said, look at your lifestyle. Are you a couch potato? Are you an active person outside? What is the best pet for you and analyze it before you even bring someone in. um, and There's a difference in bringing cats in or whether you bring a cat into a family that already has a cat and how do you set up the situation for introducing them um, and with dogs. So it's not just as easy as bringing them in and putting them down and saying okay here you are
1: you know sadly so many people get new animals on christmas they give animals to the kids for christmas parents do that grandparents do that but then i wonder what the percentage is of those who end up giving that
0: pet away before even a year passes you know i don't know the percentage of it but it it is um a topic that really kind of concerns me because of pet with and i we focus on cats and dogs obviously but it could be a goldfish it could be a bird it could be a reptile but they are a lifetime commitment um and i'm not they're not disposable and i'm afraid a lot of people don't quite look at it like that and i think we all need to analyze and and you know, just really know that it's a lifetime commitment.
1: Amanda Oliver with us with the Beasley Animal Foundation here in Murfreesboro and the Beasley Animal Clinic as well, also in Murfreesboro. Uh, you know, it, it's hard, I think, for some people to think ahead and say to themselves, well, you know, if I get this animal, we're going to have this animal for 10 to 15 years. That's the lifetime of, of whatever breed of dog it may be. I don't think people really think through the next 10 to 15 years, sometimes
0: you know, I i really agree with you on that, and it's 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 out of a lack of education, it, I don't think it's in an, an intentional oops. Um, but it's one I was reading something not too long ago, over the last couple of years, I mean, it just seems like yesterday though, that just a dog, just regular. Um, vet and regular food and, you know, the needs over the lifetime of a dog, it runs up to about $17,000. And that does not include if there are emergencies that happen with this animal or anything like that. And it's a, it's a really hefty financial investment.
1: You know, and you got to factor into that. You know, if you're a family that takes regular vacations each year, each summer, You may go to destinations where they're not pet friendly. You can't bring the animal with you, so you got to factor into that. You got to hire somebody to dog sit, or you have to take the dog to one of you know one of the many groomers in town that also dog sit. And there's all these other factors.
0: Absolutely, the boarding kennels, and um, you know, if you're working, then who's going to walk the dog during the day? Uh, if you don't have a fenced-in yard, that it can come in and out. And it's just, and once again, that's an expense there. And what if the dog has allergies? Or what if uh, the cat has allergies and they have to have special foods? And, you know, it's just there are a number of different uh, variables that can come into play.
1: Definitely. So. so what would you tell a family that's thinking about the idea of maybe adopting their first dog or cat to give to the son or daughter for Christmas?
0: Um once again, analyze the son or daughter's lifestyle, their lifestyle, depending on the age of the child, or whether it's, you know, an older older child. I mean, it could be a 30-year-old child. But look at these factors also, and also, if it's a small child in a home, um, remember that probably mom's going to be the one who ends up feeding it. And so, mom, you really need to like the animal because it'll probably end up on your plate at least historically that's the way it's kind of gone
1: you're absolutely correct and and, you know a dog a cat great great for a kid to have and to learn responsibility with excellent idea i think
0: uh but yeah you you have to examine the whole situation to see if it's going to fit into your life exactly and um uh, you know so many people say oh a smaller dog's better if if um the kid is little you know three five something like that and and whatnot and that may not exactly be correct because children can be awfully rough with these animals and with the smaller animals they're much more fragile and they don't mean to be they just don't know
1: and that may be teaching if it's a dog it may be teaching the dog to be more
0: aggressive for when it gets older it could be because they don't want to get hurt they don't want the pain etc Um, so you really need to analyze, especially if you have smaller children, what type of dog really fits with us. And
1: there are so many different places to get a dog or a cat throughout Rutherford County.
0: Absolutely, they, they go online to PetFinder.com. There are so many rescues out there. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people think that we're a rescue because we're listed as one on the Internet. I don't know how that happened, but we are uh, listed, but we're not a rescue. So um, it's best just to go on to PetFinder.com and look up the different uh, rescues and shelters in rutherford county
1: great idea and whenever you get that new dog or cat it's a good idea to start building a relationship with the folks at beasley
0: well thank you very much and and we'd love to be the uh your wellness uh, puppy wellness check and and vaccinations and whatnot we are not a full service vet so you also need to have a full service vet on call that you take your animal to in case it gets really sick or hurt
1: and it's a good idea to to find that full service vet probably before you actually get your new dog.
0: Absolutely, and and there's some wonderful vets here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County, and in Cannon County, some wonderful vets. Um, and it's just, uh, I mean, I personally like references, word of mouth by people whom um, I know and and know their view on their animals, and if it matches mine, then I can go with the vet they recommend.
1: And it's good to shop around. I mean, you know, do interviews over the phone with the different vet offices. You know, make sure you like the staff at each one.
0: Exactly. And um, I have there... Uh, you know, I use two or three different vets depending on the timing and whether they're open. And but to, to establish a relationship with more than one is good uh, in case there's an emergency, which actually happened to me just about three weeks ago. And the vet that I regularly go to was closed. I think it was Thanksgiving weekend, and um, uh, the, uh, um, I went to another vet. Uh, here in Murfreesboro, who happened to be open on that Saturday. And I was, you know, very thankful that they were able to see George.
1: Beasley Animal Foundation here in Murfreesboro. Amanda Oliver with us this morning. And Amanda, if somebody wants to give a gift of, let's say, in somebody's name or in memory of somebody, a, a financial donation to Beasley, that would make a great Christmas gift for somebody if you're giving to somebody who is an animal lover.
0: Oh, it would be it would be wonderful, and if they wanted to do that, all they would need to do is uh, contact the foundation or else um, send a check with the information who it's in memory of, uh, who it's in honor of, um, whether it's a human or a pet, and our post office box is P.O. 1886, uh, Murphysboro, uh, 37133 is the zip and we would appreciate the donations because it helps people who are not fortunate enough to or might i mean especially now with all the layoffs with all the covid with all you know so it's very very important
1: you know i, I would love to see a study at the end of all this if there's even a, a way to do such a study but i'd love to see a study on how dogs and cats have helped people get through COVID because a dog, for example, for somebody who has just regular PTSD from some traumatic event, it helps them get through. So I wonder how a dog has become someone's companion in a better way because of being home more, because of being laid off of work or whatnot. I wonder how many animals have helped humans through COVID.
0: Oh gosh, I I would say the number I would probably wouldn't be able to count because there's so many people who have reached out and gotten, we've had more calls about wanting to adopt a puppy or a kitten or a you know, or cat in the last few months than we normally get, as I mentioned earlier, (laughs) because we're listed as a rescue, which we aren't. Um, But, you know, it has just been um, amazing to me how so many people, if they hadn't thought about it before, because they really didn't have to, Yeah, they weren't quarantined, they weren't on their own, and how many people have reached out to our animal friends um, to bring them into their families. I think
1: the majority of those out there listening have spent so much more time at home in recent months. And I'm sure having that dog or cat there, just, just to love on, it has helped people
0: in a tremendous way. Absolutely. And, and they are always so giving and forgiving, and they don't ask more than to be fed and loved and exercised just, just to be part of the family. Amanda Oliver with us this morning with the Beasley Animal
1: Foundation and if anybody has questions they want to know about making a donation or they want to know about the services that are provided at Beasley Animal Clinic how can they get a hold of you would it be best bet website or phone call
0: you could go on the website to um, BeasleyAnimalClinic.com or BeasleyAnimalFoundation.org or uh, the clinic phone number and they are absolutely slammed so you would probably have to leave a a message but they would get back to you as soon as they possibly could um, is 615-890-6878 the foundation number is 615-217-1030 sounds good again amanda oliver with us this morning as we close any words of wisdom or any ideas or tips for folks stay safe
1: That, that's the best thing you can do <laughs> and,
0: and, and right now, but as you know if you bring if when whether your animal is already with you or if you're bringing someone in, know that kindness and patience in your training and in your um Including them into your family will go a very long way. So true, and sometimes that's a little hard at times. I, it is. It is.
1: But but you got to be patient, you know, especially with a new puppy for sure.
0: Oh gosh, tell me about that one. I mean, I, my 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 pup has chewed the woodwork. He's he's torn up antique quilts. He's done this. He's done that, and it's like, okay, I should have known better. <laughs> I, I couldn't do anything about the woodwork, but I could have put the quilts and other antique <laughs> stuffy and, things away.
1: <laughs> and, and you got to be prepared for those things because they will definitely happen.
0: They will happen. And, and uh, you know, so many people lose shoes and all sorts of things. But, I mean, that's just part of, of them growing up and being... Um, who they are.
1: Definitely. So again, Amanda Oliver with us this morning with the Beasley Animal Foundation and the Beasley Animal Clinic right here in Murfreesboro. Amanda, thank you
0: for joining us today. Thank you. It's my pleasure as always. News time right now, 1040.
1: Stay with us. We do have more news and information coming up.